Dear brothers and sisters, both members and friends of Peace Lutheran Church, may our God of peace fill you with all joy simply through believing. Amen. In the interest of full disclosure, I need to let you know that I am not a Hebrew professor. I am, however, the son of a Hebrew professor, and I am a pastor in a church body, your church body, that values God's word so highly, considers it so sacred, it requires that anyone who would be a pastor must at the very least have a working knowledge of the Bible languages, Greek and Hebrew, which is a long way of me telling you I am qualified to teach you just a little bit of Hebrew. I'm going to do that this morning. This is a Hebrew word. They read from right to left, so backwards, by the way we do things. It's pronounced segula. Segula. So this is your Hebrew lesson for the day. Say it along with me. One more time, listen. Segula. Now say it with me. Segula. By yourself. Hey, pretty good. More important than how that word is pronounced is what it means. Special treasure. You heard me ask the children moments ago what their special treasures were, so now it's your turn. Do you have anything that you consider to be a special treasure? Maybe a family heirloom, something that was handed down to you from your mom or dad or grandpa or grandma. You saw before something that used to be one of my special treasures, my bear pillow bimsy. Since we are in the heart of football country, you'll appreciate this one. This used to be one of my special treasures because it marked my high school football team winning a state championship. And that's big stuff at the time. But you know, things have changed for me. I don't sleep with Bimsy anymore, do I? <laughs> and this is now my work jacket. It's got some burn holes in it, some paint stains on it, and it kind of stinks just a little bit. That's because now I have new special treasures. Oh, you missed one. Going to get me in trouble here. There you go. First, my wife, Chris. Daughter is Jamie, married to your pastor, Simeon. My daughter, Anna. And now, of course, my newest special treasure, granddaughter, Ava. Our special treasures. Do you think God has any special treasures? 
Actually, we don't have to wonder at all because he has told us very clearly in his word what his special treasures are. I read to you from words of God that he considered so important, he made sure they were written down in his Bible book for all of his people to know and read from Exodus chapter 19, first eight verses. In the third month after the Israelites had left the land of Egypt, on that same day of the month they came to the wilderness of Sinai. After they set out from Rephidim and came to the wilderness of Sinai, they camped in the wilderness. Israel camped there in front of the mountain. Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain. This is what you are to say to the house of Jacob, and to tell the people of Israel. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I carried you on eagles' wings, and brought you to myself. Now if you will carefully listen to my voice and keep my covenant, then you will be my sigula, special treasure. Out of all the nations, although the entire earth is mine, you will be my kingdom of priests and my holy nation. These are the words that you are to speak to the Israelites. Moses went and summoned the elders of the people. And he set before them all these words that the Lord had commanded him. All the people answered together, Everything that the Lord has said, we will do. God's words. Those of you who are reading your Bibles regularly know that Exodus chapter 19 precedes God's giving of the law to the brand new nation of Israel at Mount Sinai. He had just rescued them from their slavery in Egypt using the great miracles of the ten plagues, the miraculous dividing of the Red Sea. And now he was about to give them his holy will that we often summarize with the words of the Ten Commandments. This holy will of God was to serve them by, by being a blessing for the people as they followed those commandments, set them apart as they lived differently from the unbelieving world, and then would be a constant reminder to them of their need for the Savior God had promised as they regularly failed to follow those words. But before God gave them those commandments, his holy will, he made sure that they knew this about themselves, that they were God's special treasure. Now, I want you to try to just imagine for a little bit, if you can, what that must have felt like to the people of Israel. For their entire lives up to this point, their Egyptian slave masters had made it abundantly clear to them that they were nobodies. Simply property to be bought and sold and disposable when they could no longer carry out any work. And I have a sneaking suspicion that when they looked at their lot in life as slaves in Egypt, they came to that same conclusion. We're a bunch of nobodies. We're property. And God does not care about us. And so God made sure that they heard this good news of great joy. Of all of the people 
on the planet. Out of everything that I have created, you are my sigula, my special treasure. Now, I tell you these things, brothers and sisters, because we're not too far from Christmas. It's starting to get in the, the rearview mirror a little bit, but the signs and symbols of Christmas are still around us. And many of you know, especially those who've got a few years underneath you, that even though Christmas brings a lot of fun and joy with it, it is not always the most wonderful time of the year. Besides all the stress that we can put upon ourselves with the extra things that have developed in our celebration of Christmas beyond the simple celebration that a Savior has been born to us, you can have things like this happen. Maybe you open that long line of Christmas cards that are filled with the informational letters, brag letters, that come to you and, and you're like, well, I didn't do all those great things. None of that stuff happened in my life. What, what kind of a schlunk am I? Or maybe, maybe you didn't get many cards at all. It's also possible that you spent some time watching everybody's Christmas posts of the parties and get-togethers, and they were so happy, and the family all got together and was happy and getting along. You said, huh. Mine wasn't quite like that. Or maybe you have somebody in your life, a co-worker, family member, sadly sometimes even a spouse, who's doing a great job of making sure you understand that you are the biggest loser. And they're not talking about winning the weight loss show. Or perhaps you're one of those rare people who has the ability to be truly honest with themselves before God, and you are painfully aware just how far short you fall of the glory of God and what he deserves from us on a daily basis. Or maybe you've been struggling against one of those sins that has addictive qualities to it, and you just haven't beat it, and you feel like such a failure. Well, have I got good news for you. Good news of great joy. You, the people of peace, you are God's sigula, his special treasure. And I can tell you that because we live after the time when God showed very clearly to the world just how much he valued you and what he was willing to give for you. We just celebrated the time when he let his one and only son become flesh, become human. And there was a purpose to that. Not, not just to be a cute baby to bring smiles to grandpa's face. That baby was born to die. And God the Father fiercely and fully punished his son, Jesus Christ, for my sins and your sins, yes, everyone's. And only a parent who has faithfully carried out an announced punishment that they really don't want to do can begin to grasp how awful that must have been for the Holy Father to pour out his wrath on his innocent son 
instead of the people who did it. But because we are his sigula, that is exactly what he did. And then so that you would know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are his special treasure, part of the children of God today. He has given us in our New Testament times the gift of baptism so that I know and you know that I am God's child and our children are God's children. So I can guarantee you that if God would be showing pictures of his special treasures, his sigula, they would be pictures With Christmas starting to be a little bit in the rearview mirror, uh, we are standing now at the brink of a new year. 2023 is almost over. And oftentimes, uh, people will use that time to reflect a little bit before they look ahead. There is a trap for you there that your enemy, God's enemy, Satan, has for you. He would like you to reflect on your year of 2023 and look at all the good things that happened and and lead you to take pride instead of giving glory to God from whom every good and perfect gift comes. Or he'd like you to have you look at your 2023 and the bad things that happened or the things that didn't go your way and, and fall into despair or sorrow. This is not the way it is to be with you the sigula of God, his his special treasure. No, peace and joy and contentment come when we realize that our worth and our value does not come from our accomplishments nor our failures. It does not come from what other people think about you or say about you. It doesn't come from your status as a single person married person, or in a relationship person. It doesn't come from your kids' accomplishments or their failures. Your value comes from your God. And what he gave for you and what he says about you, you are his his special treasure. Now, it was about 1,500 years before Jesus was born that God had the people of Israel gathered together before him at Mount Sinai. And to make sure they understood that they were his special treasure, his sigillah. And then he gave them meaning and purpose in life. They were to march to the promised land, Canaan that God had prepared for his sigulah. And they had a way to, to, to serve God while they did that. They were to carefully listen to God's voice and then keep the covenant that God had made with them there. And after Moses told all the people, that they were God's sigla, his special treasure. And they had purpose and meaning in life. You, you know what they said? This is what they said. Everything that the Lord has said, we will do. Nice. 
Dear brothers and sisters here at peace, God has you gathered before him now. You are about to march through the gates of a new year. He does not have you gathered together before Mount Sinai to give you the law, but before a cross where he gave you his son. He also wants you to know that you are his sigillah and that you have meaning and purpose in life. You are to march to the promised land of heaven. And you are to take as many people with you personally and collectively as you possibly can. And God has a part for you to play in that as well on a daily basis. Listen carefully to his voice that is written down in the Bible. And then faithfully keep or guard the covenant that he made with you of free forgiveness in Jesus. And remember there then that faithfulness to the word is faithfulness to the word made flesh. Now, what do you suppose a great response from the people of God today, his sigillah, would be? What might make a great resolution for us as we go into 2024? You know. So say it with me. Everything that the Lord has said, we will do. Amen.